0: Hello everyone this is Bhavya Shree and today i'm back again to talk about coral reefs many of you have seen these coral reefs in the pictures or images that are taken by the scuba divers or mostly the underwater photographers of course some of you have seen them in real as well but whenever you see them you must have felt this thing that what a beautiful underwater ecosystem it, that coral reefs are, right? Yes, coral reefs are such a beautiful and vibrant underwater ecosystems which provide a habitat for many small species that are living inside the water. So in this episode, you will get to know about what are coral reefs and how important coral reefs are to us and what is the present situation of coral reefs and how to conserve them. Before getting into this topic, I just want you to know about a term called polyp. Polyp is actually an abnormal tissue that looks like a small mushroom stack. Actually it is not a mushroom stack but it looks like that. This polyp can actually grow inside a human body uh, because of taking some excessive pro-inflammatory fits which actually leads to the cancer if it is not treated at the correct time but this polyp is different than the coral polyps which i'm going to talk about so some hundreds and thousands of polyps combine together to form a coral so what is a coral coral is a tiny or a small soft bodied animal that lives with a skeleton in a group or in a large colonies actually this coral is related to some jellyfish and this is also called as the oldest living organism with skeleton on this planet and reef is totally different reef is all about the ridge of jagged rocks which is also means a chain of rocks on which the coral settles so both together coral and reefs form a structure which is called as a coral reef structure and these coral reefs are made up of a thin layer of calcium carbonate of course polyps are the main responsible organism that which forms these coral reefs and this polyp is a transparent structure which absorbs the dissolved calcium from the sea water and that solidifies into the calcium carbonate which makes this coral a hard substance or a rock-like substance these corals can't prepare their own food like plants do from photosynthesis but they can get the food from the algae there is a symbiotic relationship between the algae and the polyp polyp, in, actually there is an algae which is present inside a polyp where polyp provides a shelter to that algae and algae provides food to that polyp. So this is what a symbiotic relationship is. And we have seen the coral reef images or in real, that coral reef is a most beautiful with vibrant colors, right? But how that color, came to that coral reef as i said that polyp is a transparent it is because of that algae which produces color to that coral reef and that algae is responsible for the photosynthesis or the chlorophyll that it consists of which gives color to the corals these coral reefs are actually found in a very shallow waters. We, we don't need to go a far depth inside the oceans to find these coral reefs. They actually find in a very shallow depth and pristine and clear, pristine in a sense clear, with the pure water. And it needs more sunlight so that the algae can provide food to the corals. So there are four types of corals There are stony corals which form the hard substance or the strata or the bed to the coral reefs which solidifies the calcium that is absorbed and form as calcium carbonate which i have also said before so those are stony corals and the next type of coral is hydro corals these are also known as fire corals but don't be misguided by the name as fire corals it does not produce any fire but these fire corals are gives uh, sorry these fire fire corals give the sensation of burning when you touch those corals because of that stingent cells it has and the third corals are octocorals these corals are very soft corals and looks like a fleshy corals but they don't produce any calcium carbonate as the stony corals produce. That is the third type of coral, and the fourth one is antipathorian corals. It is a black coral, and it is also the soft coral as the octocoral. So, in in the similar way, there are also different types of reefs. The types of corals are different than types of reef, or we are, can also say it as a kinds of reefs. And those reefs are barrier reefs, fringing reefs, atolls, and patch reefs. And these barrier reefs are the stru- stony structures where the corals form, and ultimately it forms into a coral reef structure. These runs parallel to the shore the best example for this barrier reef is the great barrier reef in the queensland that is in australia and it spreads nearly some 1200 miles which runs parallel to the seashore so the next type of reef is fringing reefs these fringing reefs are Actually, formed around the coastline of islands and continents. And the third type is atolls. Atolls are actually the rings of corals that are located in the middle of the sea. And the fourth one is patch r- reefs. These patch reefs are like small isolated reefs which we actually find in between the barrier reefs and the fringing reefs. Actually, in India, there are only two types of reefs, like fringing reefs and atolls. We don't find these barrier reefs and patch reefs. We find mostly these fringing reefs and atolls in the coral reefs. Those are in Andaman and Nicobar Islands, Gulf of Manar, Lakshadweep Islands, and Gulf of Kutch. The coral reefs in the Gulf of Kutch is actually restored by the marine biologists, which is almost dead for 10,000 years. And this was the first attempt in the whole world that a coral reef got restored. And other than India, there are the coral reefs that present in the Indo-Malayan region, that is in Southeast Asian region. And uh, in the West, there are coral reefs in the seven United States, uh, including Hawaii, virgin islands florida and at many places but let us know that what are, what is the importance of these coral reefs to us these coral reefs provides a habitat for many small organisms uh, and even the animals like starfish jellyfish and many other small fishes which can actually create a life for many fishermen. And this can also be a great tourism and can create many employment opportunities with this. And these coral reefs can actually absorb the impact of the large waves that occurring with the cyclones and tsunamis. So it can protect the coastal region by absorbing the large waves that occur with the cyclones. And these coral reefs and the material inside it can be a source of many medicines which can treat many diseases to humans. And that is why mostly these coral reefs are also called as underwater rainforests and fairyland underwater. And they're called with many different names like underwater tropical rainforest, as I said just now. These are the importance of these coral reefs. But these coral reefs are becoming degraded day by day. And what coming to the present status of these coral reefs, nearly 10% of the world's coral reefs have already destroyed. And about 30% of the coral reefs are likely to disappear within the next 20 years. If necessary precautions and measures are not taken, then all the coral reefs in Indo-Pacific region will definitely exist in the next 40 years. This is all because of the human intervention with the coral reefs. But it is said that these coral reefs are existed on this planet for about 200 million years by now. And the coral reefs that we are seeing right now in the present conditions, those took nearly 15 million years to form into such state what we are seeing right now. So there are many threats to these coral reefs as well, which includes the destructive fishing methods. These coral reefs has been a habitat for many small fishes from the predators. So when there is a destructive fishing strategies and methods, it actually destroys the coral reefs that are existing in that particular place. And due to the coastal development activities, like recently we have come across to the coastal development activity that is going to be implemented in the coastal region of Lakshadweep which damages the majority of the coral reefs out there in the Lakshadweep Islands and mostly these coral reefs can also have a threat due to the pollution that is occurring from the industrial sewage and the domestic sewage which joins into the oceans and also the fertilizers which cause a great damage to the coral reefs these fertilizers act as a great bleaching agent which causes this coral bleaching and then there are also natural causes which made these coral reefs get extinct those are mostly like ocean acidification ocean acidification is generally formation of acid inside the oceans due to the formation of calcium carbonate naturally in the form of the shells and oysters so it actually damages the coral reefs coral and then it leads to the coral bleaching coral bleaching is all about uh, the loss of color first which means the there is the algae inside the corals which gets out of it due to the extreme heat or the extreme chemicals that pollutes the seas this causes coral bleaching, and the other factor for coral bleaching is also the increase in the temperatures, which, in the form of global warming and the emission of greenhouse gases, has the most effect on these coral reefs. If the temperature of the earth increases, then the temperature of the sea also increases. If there is a rise of nearly 2 percent, or 2 degree Fahrenheit in the seawater then all the coral reefs will be disappeared and it may took or may not took much time to get the reefs back of course it is a very hard time as there is a very less increase in the size of these coral reefs per year. So we need to take some precautions or measures in order to get rid of these, I mean, in order to save these coral reefs from the extinction. And the most important thing is these coral reefs produces most of the oxygen that is coming from the oceans to the animals that are living inside the oceans and as well as to the humans out of the water that are living on the land. So, that is the importance of the corals. So, we need to take some precautions or measures like anchoring near the coral reef areas should be banned. Mostly, the oil spill also causes damage to the coral reefs, which should be taken care of while there was the ships moving inside the oceans. They should be in aware of the places where there are coral reefs. And the fertilizers which pollutes the seawater should also be restricted to get into and combining with the seawater. And the awareness should be created among the people that are living in the coastal regions so that they can understand what is the importance of these coral reefs and they can actually help to get these coral reefs increase per year by saving them and also the over exploitation of coral reefs should also be controlled over exploitation in the sense nowadays the tourism for this island and these coral reefs has been very increased where it also brings a lot of economy And all the services that are provided by the coral reefs can be translated into a very large economic growth for a country. In the sum, I mean, if it is estimated, it might be like some billion dollars of economy. So this over exploitation should be controlled. And out of all these, everyone should take part. First they have to educate themselves regarding these coral reefs and this has to be introduced in the curriculum or in the academics of school children so that they get to know about these from the very young age. Then they will get to save these coral reefs, the assets of the nature. And the most important thing is when someone get a chance to see these coral reefs in real and be aware at that time not to touch these coral reefs because touching a coral reef can also damage the coral reefs and most likely it can kill the coral reefs those are that much sensitive to the human sense so be aware of that the next time you get into the scuba diving okay this is all about the coral reefs Thank you.